You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. On this week's episode and the last episode of 2020, the dumpster fire year, as I like to say, we're going to talk about really kind of what everyone's going to be talking about, New Year's resolutions, but we're going to reframe it and talk more about how we can be better in 2021, what we've learned from 2020. We hope you all had a great holiday and we look forward to hearing what your New Year's resolutions are. Hello guys, welcome back. This is episode 27. We hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you guys were celebrating. I know Tiffany and I really had an opportunity to enjoy ourselves and unplug which sounds kind of funny when we keep saying that, but it's true. Like you literally have to unplug from all the drama going on and just take a moment to have a good time and enjoy the holidays. I went to tell your ride. Yeah, you're going to have to tell us about that in just a minute. Because we, we haven't even really had a chance to catch up because we've been so busy as far as your, your vacation went. But this episode is going to be epic. And I'll tell you guys why. Tiffany and I want to talk about what, is your plan and what are your goals for the year 2021? We know that 2020, as Tiffany says multiple times, was basically a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire! Right? I said it right? Yes. And I think that looking back over the last 12 months, 2020, I think, has changed a lot of people. Changed everybody's mindset, changed everybody's probably physical bodies, as we'll talk about the COVID-15 that I keep hearing about. As I'm scarfing down on my Starbucks that people hear me chomping in the background. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's like a healthy egg wrap. I mean, I think you're okay. But I do know a lot of people had two issues. I think one, from a physical standpoint, either gained a crap ton of weight and became really unhealthy because most of us were trapped in our house for at least the quarantine period, and you were basically told to kind of rechannel your um, your daily routine and put everything back inside your house, which, you know, your house is basically your office, your playground, your um, income-producing location, at least for me, for a little while. And then, you know, also keep your house running. You know, you got to keep the daily grind going, especially if you have kids running around that have to be monitored while they're learning. We'll talk about that too, your uh, whole remote learning experience with your children. But, or the opposite, which I'm happy to report was the opposite for me. I started a training program with Hannah the trainer. I started doing boot camps and I really started trying to focus on my physical health as well as my mental health. But not going to lie to any of you, it was a challenge. Every day was a challenge. But we want to talk today about a positive note how you can reset your mind and how you can reframe your goals so that 2021 can just, you can knock it out of the park and make it your best year yet. What do you think, Tiffany? I think that to your point, I think 2020 has helped us all to kind of refocus, um, realize, you look, a lot of the, for instance, look, Wall Street, a lot of stockbrokers, um, a lot of jobs, businesses, they've realized that they actually don't need an actual location to work. And so a lot of these businesses are actually going to save money moving forward because they don't need a physical location. And a lot of these people can work from home. So I think if we try and refocus our thought process into what did we learn in a positive light, what can we be optimistic about through this whole pandemic, 
what did we learn that we can't live without? What's important to us? And I think we all can can um, agree that you know interpersonal re, you know communication, interpersonal um, physical connection is very important. Being able to go out with your friends and disconnect. I think these are things that we realize that are very important and things that are very necessary. And then, like I said, there's other things that we realize that we don't need a physical location for, and we can sit at home and do things from there. So. Um, I think it's about refocusing the thought process and learning from all of this and moving forward. And to your point also about people gaining weight during COVID, listen, guys, I'll tell you from a, from a physician standpoint, what I'm trying to focus my patients on is prevention, because I know I've mentioned it multiple times in the podcast before, and I'll mention it again. What we learned from COVID-19 is that weight does not help people meaning that the, the heavier someone was, the worse that they typically did when it came to hospitalizations in COVID-19. So if we're going to focus on one thing as a, as, a, as a negative side effect of the pandemic is first, it's getting that weight off, keeping it off moving forward and focusing on prevention of disease rather than focusing on how to, how to cure disease. I think that's fair. Can you give a couple tips that you see in your office, um, not that everybody hope. well, let me rephrase that. I hope nobody has to be your patient because they're dealing with any type of a, a heart issue. However, I think a big part of your practice as you're talking about is prevention. So you have a typical client, normal health, normal weight, you know, normal, um, you know, normal lab results and all that. What would you tell that person coming into 2021 to help frame their mindset for prevention to make um, them the healthiest they can be to take easy easy statement is to take control of their own health so I um once or twice a year kind of talked with the American Heart Association you know that uh down in South Florida and I always do a kind of a, a routine with the audience and I, I really kind of focus on women because when I work with the Heart Association in particular I usually work with the Go Red for Women campaign um but it's applicable really across you know, both genders. But what I say to women, as I say, tell me, you know, st- everybody stand up. And I say, keep standing up if you know when your last mammogram was. And of course, if they're over the age of 40, everyone still stands. Keep sure. standing. Keep standing if you know the results of the mammogram. Everyone keep standing. Say, keep standing if you know what your blood pressure was on your last doctor's visit. And literally like three quarters of the room sits down. I remember you doing right? that. And then I say, keep standing if you know what your cholesterol level was. So it's like everyone's so focused on rightfully so. I mean, we love our boobs, but everyone's so focused on that, but that's not what's going to kill women, right? I mean, the number one killer is heart disease. And I'm not trying to, you know, focus everything on heart disease, but the point is, is that people need to take control of their own health. Get your own lab results. Look at them. If you're un, if you're, if you feel like your doctor didn't address something like on the lab, it'll say LDL 112 and that's considered out of range, but realistically that's fine. You should ask, why did you tell me everything was fine if this says out of range, right? You need to take control of your own health. Or maybe review it and ask your doctor what all those symbols mean. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I but have no idea my what point, those mean. My point is, is, and I think people should trust their physicians. But, you know, when, and I want to get into talking about trust and, and, and just trusting what other people say in general. I know we wanted to talk about that yes, too. Yes, for sure. But you have to do your own research and then in conjunction with your healthcare professional, your lawyer, whatever this other professional is that you're trusting and relying on, 
it needs to be a, a team kind of approach, right? You can't just blanket say, oh, your labs are fine, go home. If you have questions, you should be able to ask those questions to your healthcare provider. I don't think that's any different than with any other professional, right? If a guy's coming to your house to change a pipe in your plumbing and he charges, it's like $700. Like, I need to know why you're charging me $700. What did you fix? What did you fix? Show me what you did, right? So it's about taking control of your health, knowing where your weight should be, you know, doing a true body fat analysis, which we do in my office, but you know, maybe, you know, it's, it's funny and I, I hate to harp on it too much, but sometimes, you know, people are maybe overweight or heavy or whatever. And a lot of it's muscle mass, but truly, truly, truly the human body was not meant to be heavy in any aspect of the word. So even if someone's like a bodybuilder with all these muscles, like that's not what the human body is supposed to look like. Not right? Normal. We're right. supposed to, when we're talking about a bell curve, I'm not talking about everybody here, people, but if you look at the bell curve distribution on weight, body fat analysis, muscle analysis, there's a large range of normal, right? And there's going to be some people that are below normal and some people that are above normal and that's okay. But it's understanding where you should fall in that bell curve and understanding that it's not all about muscle or fat or this or that. It's like what's best for you, what keeps you healthy and understanding that and having that discussion with your doctor. I think also, at least as a patient, you brought up a good point. A lot of doctors, let's say you go in for routine labs, like I'm going in in January with my uh, primary doctor for labs. A lot of times, Tiffany, they'll say to you, no news is good news. And yep. sometimes they won't even give you a report yeah, if, I don't do that. if everything is totally I normal. I always call my patients. Always. I mean, a normal, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that's normal based upon the experiences that I had. I mean, I think that's you going out of your way to make sure your patients understand. But we get that a lot. No news is good news. So you're just, okay, I'm fine, move on. But in the reality of it, you really need to sit down. You're saying with your doctor and look at those results and understand what they mean. And guess what, guys? That's only going to happen from you as the patient. That's correct. Making sure it happens because no doctor is going to sit around well, Dr. Tiffany would, but I don't think most doctors would sit around and say, oh, maybe this patient needs some explanation. Let me just randomly call them. No, you need to harass your physician to make sure they say, hey, I had a lab, you know, a lab test on this date. I got my results. I have questions. But I mean, we're not, and to that point, we're not perfect, right? So I've had things happen where, you know, the ball was dropped inadvertently. You know, I, I, I click sign on something that I didn't mean to sign. It was something that I meant to hit save so I'd remember to call someone later. And then you just forget, right? So the ball does get dropped. So, you know, you're one patient out of, you know, a thousand patients and that's your only doctor. So don't feel bad for calling. Don't feel bad for irritating them. And if they give you a hard time, then find a new doctor. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing with a lawyer. I mean, it's any professional, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I my mean, poor landscape guy. I drive the guy completely bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you I know, bet. I, yeah. you're paying for it. And, but he, I mean, I love, I love him. He loves me. But, you know, you're paying for a service and you follow up. And I say, listen, it's not a hurry. Do not respond right now. But I just want to follow up on X, Y, and Z. Right? Because then it keeps it in his, the forefront of his brain, keeps yeah. in the forefront of my brain. The and text know, is at the top, so I won't forget about yeah, it later. It's an issue. You, know? you need to get through it. Well, I want to tie that into as um, my clients, um, as far as my representation of them. When I don't hear from a client for a while, I call them, you know, and I say, hey, what's going on? How is this parenting plan working? You know, if it's something that's pending that we need to get signed, I need to know why it hasn't been signed. And unfortunately, guys, which I'm sure most people realize, 2020, I think, has really affected the family unit. Families have had to really scrutinize what's going on in the house. And I, I find that families that were broken, 
really broke, like not just had a crack here and there. They either pulled it together and became stronger or they made the decision. We are not strong people together. We are stronger people separate and stronger parents and just stronger human beings, you know, on a, just an individual level. And those clients, I feel like I have been able to close out their divorces this year. And you know what? I hope and pray that they'll have peace for next year because they're better people apart than they were together. Well, I mean, that's kind of my category. And that's, you, you know, yeah. and I'm not sure if it was COVID or not COVID. You know, that's really hard. Maybe that was a part of it just because we were both in the midst of dealing with all these patients and the stress and the phone calls and this and the that. I hate to blame it on that. I think, you know, there was issues prior, but not to kind of dwell on that too much more so focusing. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing on 2021. I'm kind of restructuring my business. I'm restructuring the way I want to do things. Again, I think it's just people have to frame their thought process differently. Change it. It's yep. like the woe is me, woe is me, victim, meh, 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 woe. It's just stop already. Stop, refocus, right? I mean, look at all the things that you have to be grateful for. And I know that sounds cheesy, but that's truly what I do, right? I'm having, I could be having the worst day ever. And you've heard me say that, like, oh my God, I'm gonna, like, it's like the, but <laughs> oh, then you it's and like me both. <laughs> on my drive home, you <laughs> know, sure. you see someone on this, you know, like asking for food on the side of the road or, or whatever. It's like, that's not me. I can still go home, provide for my family, order takeout, do what I need to do. I have a beautiful home, a healthy son, right? Because at the end of the day, all that matters is your health, right? And so well, I, I think, think your happiness matters too. Well, yes, but you need to refocus your thought process some. You and know? figure out what makes you happy yeah. and what is going to help you get healthy. And we've been forced because it's almost been a, you know, a virtual type communication throughout most of 2020 you know, learning, communication, you know, Zoom has basically become, I feel like, the bad word. It's like a profanity, <laughs> you know, for, for the year 2020. But you've been forced to figure out how do you connect and what's the best effective way to connect and who are you connecting with? Let's talk about that for a minute. Who are you connecting with? Are you connecting with the people that bring you up oh, and support you okay. and help you? Or are you connecting with just absolute toxic individuals every single day of your life. And I mean that on a personal level, on a professional level. I mean, it's affected me. You know, we've talked about it all throughout, you know, basically 2020. That at this point, out with the old, let's start the new. Let's literally start refreshed. And I think that comes from within each individual. You have to challenge yourself to figure out who makes me happy? What makes me happy? And what can I do to make myself a better person? I said it before. If it doesn't make you happy, make you money, or make you healthy, it's a waste of your time. Get waste it out of your, your life. Because I got plenty of people that like aren't my favorite people in the world, but I know they help me make money, so I just shut up. You know what I mean? Those are important because, people. Well, they are because everyone can't like be your, your bud, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then like, you know, a trainer at the gym, like I'm not feeling my trainer yelling at me, but they make me healthy, so I keep them around, you know? So it's yeah. that kind of concept. You know, my other friend, Lisa, she says, it's time to prune the tree, T. Time to prune the tree. That's what oh, we talk like about. That. Yeah, prune the tree. Like it's time for them to go. Like they served a purpose. They're a leaf at the top. Prune the tree. They're gone. Like- Cut it. It helped you grow, go up, but it's time to prune the tree so the tree can keep growing. That is so true. Yep. I really like that. Time to prune the tree. I really. I like prune the tree very often. I, well, not analogy. lately. Lately, I've just been like have my little circle and I'm cool. Well, yeah. But but there was a time in my life where I just I think when I started my business and I was kind of getting my bearings, I, I had to prune the tree very often because you realize that there's just very toxic people out there. Uh, yes. Very toxic people. And I think it's also invigorating and refreshing to say, cut, you're out. 
I'm moving on because if you're not continuing to inspire me and you're not helping me and pushing me in a positive direction, not only do I not want to deal with you, I don't want to hear you and I definitely don't want to see you. Well, I think people become insignificant, right? So it's not even about like, oh my God, they hate me so much. They can't stand me so much. Like, I mean so much. They, it's like, no, actually, you're just insignificant. And <laughs> I just don't care anymore. You're not important I anymore I just want to you me. to go away. <laughs> like, you're not important to you me. You can exactly. be alive and go live your own happy, healthy life, but I'm not interested in knowing about it, hearing about it. I don't care about it. Like, goodbye. It's an insignificant thing. It's and not I, about I like, don't hatred. Wanna, I don't want to read about it on social media either. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Like, please. Which well, we'll talk about social yeah, media I think, in a minute. I think we should talk about Because I'm opening up a can of yeah, worms. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think, you know, for me, and we've talked about this before, the point of social media is to see things relevant to my life that make me happy, and, like, that's it. I'm not trying to go out of my way to see things on social media that upset me. Who does that? Why do people do that? Okay, I'll answer that question for you. Again, not a psychologist, not a mental health therapist in any aspect, but I do some form of therapy in my office with my family law clients because they're coming to me at their worst they're usually completely cracked or broken and in order for me to effectively get through the legal process we need to figure out what the triggers are and what the issues are which each consult each consultation tiffany usually ends with a card with a referral to some form of mental health therapist because they need more help than what i can provide and i'm not your therapist i'm your lawyer so i'm like your therapist you're like their therapist who's gonna be my therapist oh Polsky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll get one. You'll, you'll find one. I'll be, I'm your legal brain, remember? Oh, and your friend. Yeah. Don't forget about that. But at the same time, you have to get through what the issues are. And you're, to your point, when you're talking about why do people look at all this negative stuff on social media, misery loves company. People that are miserable, whether it's in their personal life, their professional life, or even I think people that might not be miserable, they're just lost. You know, they haven't found their way. They've been disconnected from, you know, what po- what's a positive aspect of their life. You know, they just get confused, I think, sometimes. And they can get caught up in all the drama and the negativity on social media. I, I posted uh, about a month ago, and I need to be more active about these types of posts, but... All this stuff about, oh, I'm bogged down at my house with my kids, you know, and I'm working and, you know, these people that are showing pictures of them in their pajamas and they're on Zoom trying to conduct really important, complicated legal matters, you know, and their kids are running around screaming in the background and their dog is barking. And great, I'm glad that you can sort of multitask all of those things, but I promise you, you're failing at one of them. Sometimes multiple issues you're failing at. So I like to look at that stuff and say, What is the purpose of that post? A better way, I think, to handle that type of situation, which I think a lot of working moms and dads could put themselves literally in that photo and say, I completed three drafts of a very complicated issue today, and I was able to submit it to the court today. Focus on one thing that you did right. that was positive that day. Forget the rest of the negative We've talked shit. about that. It's not about balance, right? Everyone thinks balance means equal, 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 equal. No, balance is what requires my attention right now, now. and what can wait right? And then there's days where you truly feel like you can kind of balance everything. That's kind of my day to day. I'm not working today, so I can balance being here. I've got errands to run for Christmas. I've got errands to run for Christmas party. Like I can balance, but it's because I'm not working today, right? It's almost like you're in a boat and you're floating through the waves. Like a patient's texting me, okay, I can handle it no problem, like immediately because I'm not at the hospital seeing patients. I'm I'm off, right? So this is my month off from the hospital. So I'm like super cool and balanced. You have a couple more days. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I'm off till mid-January. It's a wonderful thing oh, for the nice. hospital. Okay, so you but have more I think, than a couple I days. I think everyone needs to realize, again, balance does not mean equal. Balance means what 
deserves and needs your attention right now. Like I could be at the hospital rounding on 50 patients, three in the ICU. If my kid gets hurt, bye. Like that doesn't, now something else requires my undivided attention. Absolutely. Right? So, and I can get someone to cover me because I haven't burned all my bridges, you know? So. And you have people around you that care about you and want to support you. Yeah. So it's about the ebb and the flow and not getting frustrated that you didn't complete a task that you woke up in the morning and thought you were going to complete. It's okay. Newsflash, that's everybody. I think a lot of times we put, we put stress in ourselves like, oh, I didn't do this. And then you look at everyone around you. Remember people, people only put stuff on social media that makes them look good. Oh my gosh. Remember All that? Right. We talked about the whole Instagram versus reality. Yeah. Like, I mean, come are on. Are you kidding me? Do you really think that like, people wake up like that? Do you really think that that's their life every day? It's no, not. those are usually filters. But, but here's the thing. I'm cool with it. Like you want to post photos of yourself? Like look at when I was just in Telluride, I'm posting photos of me in Telluride in the mountains and all this stuff. It was beautiful. Did I show you the full on meltdown Harrison was having whenever his tag was bothering him and his glove? And he, no, oh, yeah. I didn't post that. Right. Yeah. Because but it happened. It did happen, but you know what, but who wants to see that too? You know what I mean? So just, just remember that like everyone, just like you post the good stuff, that's what everybody does. Don't judge yourself on that shit. And it's not real, but also about social media. I think this year specifically, a lot of people have been shushed. You know, they have been told to keep quiet. Companies have been told to keep quiet. You know, obviously the pandemic has affected you know, globally, the economy, I mean, specifically the United States economy, I mean, a lot of people have no jobs now. You know, you talked about a lot of people being able to work from home. I just talked to a client yesterday. He got moved to a Fortune 500 company, left his family, moved to California, was out there for two months, and they shut down his entire department. They just completely eliminated his position. And now he can't put food on the table for his family, you know, and he's struggling. And, you know, he's got a, a a divorced, you know, he's from a divorced family and then he's got a blended family. He's got a new wife and stepchildren and all of that. That's scary stuff. You know, like what do you do? But the whole concept of not being able to really speak your mind or talk how you feel or explain even to your close friends and family how you feel, I think has definitely been a negative, um, you know, aspect of the whole COVID-19 pandemic. And what I want to say from us at Confident Chaos Podcast is speak your mind. You got something to say, say it. Obviously be respectful and be polite to others, but be able to talk, you know, and talk about how things are affecting you and how you think that, you know, certain changes are going to be negative or positive. We still live in the United States of America. So you should be able to speak and you should open your mouth. You know, don't be afraid to hurt people's feelings. Speak your mind. I mean, within our family, look, you know, my, you, you have me and my sister, my mom, my dad, right? So my sister and I have different political, like, uh, ideas, I guess. And then, you know, my sister's a lesbian. I'm obviously not. And so we have a lot of differences, but we can sit around a table and like kindly discuss everything. And I'll say, wow, I understand your point. I'll just say, oh, I never thought about that way. I totally understand your point. Right. But it's about like when people who, like we talked about this before Thanksgiving, like people yell over Thanksgiving table. Like that's not your family. If that's happening, it's just, <laughs> oh not. yeah. And we talked about it, but it definitely happened I mean, this year at my Thanksgiving. I just, I can't even um, like fathom that happening in our family. Cause I'm, you know, I just say, listen, like you're very lucky. Yeah, I'm, I guess I am. I think it's because we have a, you know, we, we kind of have a small family. It's kind of just us and whoever we're with and our kids, and that's kind of it. But yeah. um, just remember, like, if, if everyone in the world had the same opinion as you, it would be a very, very, very boring place. And I know that's kind of like a saying, but it's the truth. And so, you know, differences of opinions is what made 
business is great and, and, and people great and leaders great. So, you know, be a little open-minded. You don't have to agree, but you're allowed to be open-minded and listen to other people. And I think that comes from social media as well, because we have basically turned our, our society has turned into kind of a remote world. You know, we're using Zoom. The kids are learning on, you know, online platforms. You know, I bet most people were shopping online. I mean, I went to the mall twice during the holiday season. Oh, and I have to go today. Barf. It was dead. I went to the Boca Mall, Aventura Mall, and Galleria. The place was dead. I literally had to search for a customer service person to Jeez. pay for my items. It was dead. Like nobody is, nobody is, you know, inside doing things face to face. Obviously, because of the pandemic and all of that. But I still think, even though we're remote, you know, and a lot of times we're behind a screen, that shouldn't stop you from being able to communicate. And communication means different things to different people. But I just think, as a result, this year people have been confused about that I'm, I'm just like she's sitting here looking at me probably like why are you smiling every time I hear the word communication I have to say this real quick did you have you ever seen the YouTube video of this girl this woman that goes to Chick-fil-a and she's like bragging about Chick-fil-a and she's like communication's the key she's like I think they I got it I'll find the video and we have to post it okay she's talking about how she thinks the people that work at Chick-fil-a were like work like got trained in a military base <laughs> oh they might like, have because it's like it's like she said she she got the wrong order. And she's like, no, baby, that wasn't the wrong order. That's what they thought I should have. You see? Because they're right. They Chick-fil-A. That's what they thought. Because communication is the key. <laughs> like, she's oh. like, that's what God intended me to have. And she pulls out a fry. She's like, mm, they are steaming hot. You see that? Uh-uh. Ain't no, ain't no soggy fry. They got salt on them. They hard. <laughs> like, I mean, actually, that I video is, I mean, I laughed so hard. I was literally I got to see that. She's that's like, communication's funny. the key, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're saying, I want no fries, and you get an order of fries, and you're like, I actually wanted fries. <laughs> That's what I wanted. But I don't think I've ever gotten a soggy fry from Chick-fil-A. I mean, I've gotten soggy fries everywhere else, but Chick-fil-A has some really hot, yeah, steaming hot, right. salty French fries, which I think are really important. I want to wrap up a little bit here, Tiffany, and talk about practically what everybody should be doing right now between you know, really, as we carry in, um, you know, we bring in the new year 2021. Let's just talk for two minutes really quick about what are two of your goals. And I'll talk about two of my goals to bring in 2021. So I'm going to do one physical, one mental. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty active person, but I think I could probably be a little bit more active. I, I mean, I'm active in the sense that I move all my all day at work. I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. I'm walking the hospital up the stairs, down the stairs. But um, sometimes I can let work override me going to the gym. Like, oh, I just need to get in and get stuff done. So I'm going to try and be a little bit more focused with being physically active. You know, I mean, we're all getting older and I just need to kind of keep it going. And then um, mentally, I want to kind of continue this track that I've had the past few months. Like, optimism things are cool like people have bad days it's good but focus on the things that I can control don't focus on the things I can't control can't control um and I think that's it for me I, I just really want to I, I like my mental trajectory right now and I want to keep that going I like those I think that applies to a lot of people so my two goals are and I started this in 2020 um I kind of got forced into it but I'm going to carry it through for the next year I'm definitely going to set aside dedicated time for myself and work more on self-care, which I started, but I want to keep, keep that trajectory going, if I use your word. And my second goal is I really am going to focus on time management. 
I'm going to stick to something, set a time, and I'm going to basically set a timer <laughs> if I have to, <laughs> and make sure that I stick to the amount of time that I'm providing for each issue that I'm dealing with, because I think that's going to help me have a lot more happiness and peace by the end of the day, as opposed to a frazzled, stressed out mess, which sometimes happens. But guys, we hope you have a wonderful, happy, and healthy new year. We hope everybody brings in 2021 with a bang, and Yay. make sure you all stay healthy and stay grounded.